time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's another Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road. You can find Glenn online by going to greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. On today's show, we're going to talk about the final decade of work and why it's so important to make crucial financial planning decisions during that final 10 years or so of your working life. We're going to give you some of the things that you should be thinking about during that time, and not just thinking about, but some of the actions that you should take there as well. Glenn, you all set and ready to go for today's show? Absolutely, Walter. Let's do it. Awesome. All right. So first thing we need to do when we kind of hit that decade or so mark is to really start to decide what's important to you. What do we mean by deciding on what's important? What, what could be so important at that 10 year away from retirement mark, Glenn, that we need to really make sure that we're putting some thought into it? Well, Walter, I mean, you know, you really need to take some time and think about what do you want retirement to look like? What will a successful retirement or an enjoyable retirement, you know, be like? You know, if you're married or have a significant other, you know, that should go beyond just your own thoughts. You should certainly have your own thoughts and and really think about it and maybe even journal a little bit and just, you know, and then kind of come back and revisit to it. But, you know, having conversation with people that are important with you, you know, and, and or to you in, in life is in, in, you know, the ones that are going to be sharing that time with you and what they're wanting as well. And, you know, that just seems so obvious that that's what you should be doing. But virtually nobody that I've ever talked to has really spent significant time there because why? You know, then the basic reason why is that folks are so busy with life and with their careers and their jobs and their, you know, everything else that's going on in life. And it just kind of keeps putting off to the back burner. But, you know, there's an old saying that says, like, if you, you, know, if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to like where you end up. <laughs> and so it's pretty important to be you know, thinking about where is it that you're heading. And you got to really take some time to, t- to determine, you know, it's like, OK, what is this going to look like? How do we want to plan for this? You know, we, you know, when do we want to pull the trigger? And really, you can't start that process too early. You can certainly start it too late. You know, and and so, but you know, ten years out in advance. I mean, you know, you you're not going to get into the nitty gritty details of what everything's going to look like in a day to day. But you start getting the big picture, and as you get closer and closer, you start refining it more and more. And the more time that you spend thinking about those things and what's important and what do you want to have happen, the more likely you are to have you know what you want your retirement years to be like. You know, you know, realize that as as the final chapters of your life, and really enjoy yourself, and and you know, enjoy the people that are around you and that that are important to you. Otherwise, you know, you just kind of just fall into it, and things just kind of happen, and that normally doesn't work out to be exactly the way you want it to be. You'll notice the starting point for today's conversation, and it, and it continues in our next point here as well, is not, okay, you're 10 years out from retirement, go buy this product. <laughs> that is not the uh, the right way to go. That would be the, the reverse of uh, what we want to happen here. The very first step is to evaluate what's important in your life. Let that dictate the plan, not picking random buckets of investments and then trying to fit it around your plan. No, no, no. Decide what your plan is first. And that goes to point number two here, Glenn, and that's Know your numbers. This is where uh, this sounds intimidating for people who don't like looking at the numbers, but well, we're not getting too far into the nitty and gritty here, right? Just starting to get an overall look at all the different pieces of the puzzle that we have available. 
Well, it's like what you said, Walter. You know, I mean, the closer you get in, you know, and if you're just a little bit of ways away, you know, obviously you're going to get in a little more detail. But, you know, like you say, I mean, if we're starting, you know, 10 years in advance and we're, and we're looking out there, yeah, you want to start getting a, a pretty good idea of what is it going to look like. You know, one of the most important things you can do is, is you know, set up your account, you know, on uh, at Social Security, you know, ssa.gov. Go in there, set up your username and your password and, you know, and, and log in there and take a look and see, you know, what is your Social Security going to look like, you know, and then do the same thing, you know, with your spouse, have them do that. Check into that from time to time. You say, okay, well, if I had that, you know, coming in and we have this and, you know, in our accounts and this is what we have saved and whatnot, you know, uh, how is that going to work? You know, and we start looking at, you know, maybe a little bit of a budget. Most people look at the word budget, you know, kind of like a diet and it's like they want to avoid it. And, and I get that. It doesn't necessarily have to be just an absolute regimented, you know, dollars and cents. You know, every single thing is like is, is absolutely 100% accounted for. You still want to have a pretty good idea of what's going on and you want to make sure that you have controls over it. But, you know, you, you want to have an idea. It's like, OK, this is what we have coming in. You know, we're likely to have something else coming in when once we retire, you know, and then these are the dollars and cents that are going out. You know, are we going to basically have a very similar, you know, expenses or some of these expenses going to go away? You know, and it's a lot of times folks are going to have their house paid off. So maybe that mortgage payment, you know, drops way back. You know, they still have the taxes and insurance, but maybe they don't have that principal and interest payment anymore. You know, and, and factor in, well, when is that going to happen? You know, you know, are you still paying for, you know, for things for the you know, kids in college? And, and things like that are those are some of those expenses gonna you know are, are gonna go away hey what do you want the the early years of retirement to look like you know do you want to take some trips so you start you know playing with those numbers and some budgets and you know an idea is like okay well we're probably not going to be spending this money anymore or money on these things anymore but we, but we might have these other things that we're going to spend money on instead and you kind of see well we're going to save here we probably spend a little bit more there and start to get an idea of what is, what is it that you're really going to need and you know again I mean you start you, the more you start playing with those numbers and, and those ideas you know a little further out in advance then then it's not such a panic thing at the end and, and you really make you know design your future the way you want it to be and you know like I say you, you can't start that process too soon yeah it's a great point glenn so we've got to decide what's important first know our numbers second third is to start to estimate income streams so what money do we have coming into the equation already and that'll help answer a lot of questions from there Right. Well, that's what we started to touch on, right? And when we were talking about Social Security, and it's like you know, setting up your account, you know, at that Social Security website, you know, and then know your numbers there. You know, are you going to have a pension, right? That's another major question. Some people are going to say yes. Some people are going to say no. If the answer is yes, you know, what about your spouse? Are both of you going to have pensions, or neither one of you going to have pensions? If you are, then so you want to start looking at well. What are those numbers going to be like? Is it going to be, you know, if we were to take this as a, an income stream, what would that mean? If we were to take it as a lump sum, you know, rollover into an IRA, which is an option for a lot of folks if they have a pension, you know, what would that mean? You know, and there's there's different um, tax implications to one versus the other, you know, and, and uh, so, you know, that starts to get into income planning and, and all of those pieces of the puzzle. And now you start talking about, you know, maybe beginning to evaluate whether or not you're working with the right advisor because, you know, you want to make sure that they understand, you know, how taxes work and what are going to be the implications of Social Security income with the rest of your other income because, you know, Social Security is treated a little differently in the tax code. You know, is it going to make sense for you? I mean, what, what will be the tax implications of if you have a regular pension that's flowing in on a monthly basis? Is that going to have some possible um 
unintended consequences on how your social security is treated, you know, in a lot of cases that it, it would be. So you start thinking about it's like, well, what is the cash flow coming in? What are they going to be the resources? Are there different ways of taking that cash flow that are going to be more efficient? You know, and, and how can we plan for that? You know, is there is there going to be, you know, do we have any annuities, you know, or, you know, or do we have some rental income or rental properties? Are you going to fully pull the trigger and just completely stop work altogether? Or are you going to you know, start to phase out? You know, some folks will say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take an early retirement, but I'm not going to totally retire. You know, I'm going to maybe continue to work part time or do some consulting, you know, uh, start my own little consulting business where I can work a few hours a week, you know, and, and do that. I mean, the, all of those things are going to factor into, you know, that cash flow and what's coming in and what's going out and, you know, and, and all the things that, that are going to be pieces of that puzzle. And again, I mean, it's really important to figure out what is all that going to mean, particularly when it comes to taxes, because what we know is, is that the vast majority of people who are in their working years, their tax situation, you know, they tend to have, you know, one significant stream of income or if, if both folks are working, maybe maybe two, but it's typically going to be wages or business income. Whereas when you transition into retirement, you know, like I say, there might be a pension. There's, there's probably going to be Social Security. You know, what about, you know, withdrawals from, you know, from different retirement accounts? Do you have a Roth account? Do you have traditional accounts, you know, that are pre-tax? All of those things are going to interact differently. And, and oftentimes your, your tax situation gets a little bit more complicated when you move into retirement simply because you've got multiple streams of income that you didn't necessarily have when you were working. So, you know, all of those things play into it. And it's important to really start, um, you know, doing some of that planning or, or at the very least, you know, if you're 10 years out, start getting yourself oriented to the idea that, hey, this is going to be a little bit different. And let me start understanding how this, this is likely to play out and, and what's going to be the difference between now and then. And this next one has always been an important thing, Glenn, but even more so the last couple of years and, uh, and, and is going to be more important the next couple of years. Uh, getting a handle on health care, this is one that deserves a category all on its own. Sure. Well, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I have a lot of conversations with folks come, you know, who come in and sometimes they're, you know, they're not quite to Medicare age yet. You know, and as we all know that, you know, basically Medicare starts when you're age 65. And so for some folks, they kind of think in terms of, well, that's that's going to be one of the biggest determining factors as to when they pull the trigger. They feel like they've got enough money saved. However, there's so many unanswered questions about what's what health care is going to look like that they want to make sure that they get to that uh, magic number of 65 years old so that they know that they can transition on to Medicare. And now they, there's at least you know some predictability about things. Um, certainly, you know, right now, over the last number of years and, 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 you know, now and going forward, it's a big conversation in the, in the upcoming election for next year, you know, as to what the different candidates are, are, are proposing for health care. So it's something that you obviously need to, you know, be paying attention to. What are going to be the effects of, of different government policy when going forward on, on, on Medicare benefits, as well as if you're entertaining the idea of retiring early? Well, what is that going to mean? You know, what options are there out there for you to make sure you're taken care of in terms of health insurance? You know, maybe, maybe you know, you're a working couple and both people are working and, you know, maybe one person could stop work and go on to the other person's, um, you know, uh, plan at work, you know, their, their health plan at work. Maybe, you know, maybe not. Maybe you have to, you know, search out and see uh, is, are there viable options, you know, that I could turn to for health insurance, you know, pre-65 if I wasn't, you know, if I wasn't, you know, connected to either my current work plan or my spouse's work plan. But I mean, th 
those are, those are critical things to be aware of in the early years. And then, of course, that transition into retirement, you also have to think about, well, way down the line, you know, well, what about long-term care? You know, because that's not exactly health insurance, but it's it's related, right? It's in the same realm. It's it's normally, you know, a, a number of years away, but it certainly should be part of the plan and, and the consideration as to, well, what are we going to do in terms of planning for that or hedging against the risks that could potentially happen, you know, in healthcare. And so it's a pretty deep subject, but most people are, are not really as oriented to what they're going to be facing as maybe they ought to be and just taking a little bit of time and, you know, and, and just kind of trying to, you know, determine what does that look like and when what options do I have, you know, it would be the time well spent for virtually anybody. Last but not least, Glenn, uh, we need to understand how our needs are going to change over time. This is big because we're living longer and longer into retirement, and it's no longer kind of you retire and you are who you are in retirement, and, and then that's the end of it. You go through even more phases of life during that retirement stretch. No, oh, no doubt about it, Walter. I mean, you know, we, we talk about it, you know, you, you when you first retire, you know, depending upon when you retire, you know, a lot of times if it's, you know, if it's in your early or mid 60s, you know, we can we talk about the go-go years, right? It's like where you're still ready to go and you want to go do things, you want to take vacations and whatnot. Then as you get a little bit older, it's like, well, maybe, you, maybe you're not as ambitious about taking trips and doing as many things and we can call those the slow-go years, right? And then as you, you know, the, then you go, you know, older and older and it's like, maybe it's like, it's more of the no-go years. It's like, okay, you know, I'm still pretty healthy, but it's like, you know, I just really don't feel like going out and doing this and that. We've done a lot of the things that we wanted to do. And maybe it's more just, you know, kind of visiting with family and, and having a little bit slower pace. So you kind of have to determine, well, what is that going to look like in terms of, you know, the cash flow needs and income needs? And am I going to need more in the, in the first few years of retirement and, and less over time? You know, or, you know, and make sure that do we have, you know, uh, any kind of uh, plans if we did need long term care? You know, is, is there kind of any hedge in place that? to help us cover some of that, you know, and, and, and all of those things are going to play into it. But yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right, Walter. We, you've, you've got to think about that because it's not going to be necessarily static because, you know, you know, it's just like any time in life, you know, you're, you're different when you're in your 40s and 50s than you were in your 20s. And you're going to be certainly different, you know, in your 60s, you know, than you were in your 50s and, you know, in your 70s than you were in your 60s and on and on. Right. I mean, that's just kind of normal in life. But Folks tend to have this thing, what I call time dilation, where it's like kind of tends to be it's like, well, what's going on right now is probably going to be the way it's going to be. And if you take a step back from that, you realize, well, that's not really necessarily the case. But, you know, those shifts happen subtly over time. Then you got to realize it's like, okay, you got to have the at least a little bit of the ability to, to look out in the future and say, okay, well, based on you know, what I think about what I want and knowing, you know, that's like you know, what I've seen other people do in terms of, you know, maybe it's your parents or maybe it's, you know, it's other friends and whatnot. So uh, what, what are they doing, you know, as, the, as they get older? And, you know, do I kind of like some of the things that they've done or would I do it a little bit different? And you start thinking about that and you start to realize, you know what, you know, and maybe in 10 years time, I'm going to want something a little different. And maybe 15 years out, I'll probably want something a little different. But again, you, you got to open up your, the possibility and think like that and, and have those conversations with your spouse or your significant other about how they see it as well. And then, and then if you spend some time in that, in that question and those conversations, you'll really start to you know, come up with better strategies. And you, you, know, you combine that with your, uh, with your retirement planning expert and, and then you really have a pretty good handle on things and ha have a good chance of, of making your retirement years be what you really want them to be like. 
so important to weigh all of these different things as you approach retirement and that last 10 years of your working life these are some of the reasons why it's so important to make sure that you are addressing different concerns and analyzing what's important to you, knowing your numbers, getting a handle on health care, and understanding how you're going to change in the future and how that's going to change your needs and uh, from an income perspective, from a, a budgeting and a planning perspective, taking all those things into account. So, so important. If you don't have a plan that does these things already, reach out to Glenn Mosseller and the team at Roadmap Financial Consulting. You can do that by picking up the phone and calling 336-291-3535. They can put together for you a plan that does exactly what we've talked about on today's show. 336-291-3535. Don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions at all. You can also go online to greensbororetirement.com and look for the free consultation button at the bottom of the page where you can schedule right from your smartphone or computer a time to meet with Glenn. That's greensbororetirement.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite podcasting apps out there. Just look up the Retirement Roadmap podcast and you should be able to find us right there on your favorite app and never miss a show. Glenn, thanks for all the help and guidance on today's show. Really enjoyed it and we'll look forward to another good talk next week. Fabulous, Walter. Take care now. You do as well. That's Glenn Mosseller here on the Retirement Roadmap podcast. We'll talk to you again soon.